Ciao ragazzi! This is Katie Portanova, and you're listening to Florence and Me. I'm a lover of stories and all things Italian, and I'm going to bring you all that in this podcast. My intention is to inspire you to step out of your comfort zone and explore life and travel the world. Join me as I tell you my story and many others about Italy and my love, Florence. Andiamo! Ciao a tutti! Happy Thanksgiving to all of my American listeners. Um, we, Me and Julia recorded this yesterday. Um, and I can't wait for you to get to know her better. Um, we have a great series coming up for first-time travelers to Italy. Um, talking about different things like wine culture, coffee culture. I hope you enjoy it. I will speak to you soon. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, tutti. It is Katie. I am back with a new series that I just sent out an email to all you guys about doing a new series with my friend Julia, who is my friend. We've talked about this on my podcast, the woman that brought the six cats over from South Africa, who is amazing. And was my or is my very dear friend and we were um we met in florence when i taught english about 10 years ago and welcome julia hello <laughs> uh, it's awesome to be here awesome to to be a guest and to be working with you again i am super excited about this series and uh all of the plans that we have for the future and uh, it's lovely to be talking to your audience yes and as you can tell um audience she has a really cool accent she really is from south africa so really <laughs> she really is. and 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 i didn't know the accent of south africa until i met her so it's it's pretty kick-ass so anyway um so julia and i um we'll talk about our story in a second but julia i want you to tell my audience my my community about your company urban yoke um go cool so urban yoke is something that started quite a few years ago and the initial idea of it was to focus on food and home cooking and help people homesteading because the plan was to start a homestead in south africa halfway through that we decided well it looks like we're moving and we're moving to italy so we're gonna go there and do that so at the moment urban yoke is all about us moving to Italy, what it's like living here and what it's like living in Northern Italy, because that's where I am at the moment, and kind of talk a little bit about traveling in Italy. And um, in sprinkled in there, we'll also be talking about growing food and amazing cooking and just making amazing meals at home. So kind of very Italian lifestyle, you know, living la vida dolce, kind of just... <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So your company is what? Oh, and a kitty. Okay, we're on Zoom. I see a kitty. So, one of our kitties is with me. Um. So I really like the idea of what Julia has started, and also those of you that don't know, she does have a YouTube channel, which I'll put in the notes. Um. So you can learn more about her and her journey moving to Italy. So if you are like, maybe you're from South Africa and you want to move to Italy. She's a good um little um what's the word like a 
a prototype of like how it works <laughs> because yeah. she's done it. She knows how it works. Um, so yeah, uh, I love everything about what she's, what you're doing, Julia. And I'm just so glad we reconnected. Um, I talked about you on my, one of my podcast episodes, I forget which one about our amazing meeting in Florence. Wasn't that just so fun? It was one of the most exciting things I've done. Mm. Um, I mean, over the years, because it was our, obviously our 10 year reunion. And yeah. it's just crazy to think that we met so many years ago, so long ago, in fact, that I wasn't even diagnosed yet. And it was, it was kind of just stepping back into the past. And at the same time, I was, I was so nervous, you know, because we hadn't seen each other in so long. And you're one of those people that I really regretted not being able to see. Like when that opportunity finally came around, I was like, this is happening. <laughs> I don't care how, but it is. Uh, and no. when I saw you standing there by, you know, academia, I was just like, I couldn't help myself. You know, I started crying and oh, yeah. it was such an amazing experience. It was so, it was amazing. Cause I did, it did feel like stepping into the past. Cause like I had not, I had wanted to invite you, to invite you to our wedding and I knew you couldn't make it, but I, I know I extended the the invitation and stuff. So it's really incredible the people that you can still be connected to when you're so far away and when it's been so long. So I'm just really glad that we've reconnected and we have all these amazing ideas and onward and upward go us. That's what I think. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and it feels a lot like just being, you know, kind of just like we, we, um, took everything from where we left off you know it was yeah. almost as if that that time had never passed it was actually really awesome yeah and that I mean that's like exactly how I would put it like it's like as if time just kind of stood still until we met up again and uh it was just like except now we have husbands so the only thing different and, and cats more cats and cats, and cats. <laughs> so we've added husbands and cats that's what we added <laughs> to the relationship but our relationship and our personalities have remained the same. So I'm just so grateful that we've connected again. Um, so I wanted to give people like a little bit of a backdrop of like how we met. And like, I know we talked about this a little bit yesterday before we decided to do this, but I don't actually remember the actual day that we met. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know you said the same. Um, I remember we met, um, those of you that remember back, if you were listening to my podcast, podcast at the very beginning, I talked about um, when I was at London School in um, Campo de Marte, in the in the neighborhood of that, and that's where I met her, and that was the brunt, like the the bulk of the time that I worked as an English teacher. I worked for the school, and Julia was one of um, one of the teachers, as well as there was many others that were there. Um, we were like freaking like cattle, I feel like, of teachers just moving in and out of there. Um, obviously, the pay was not great. Um, what I remember, we got paid 10 euro an hour, um, which we had to work our asses off to make a thousand euro a month. I remember that specifically, but, um, yeah. Do you remember anything specific about our first meeting at the London school um, or other places? I don't, I definitely, I don't remember our first meeting at all. I don't even remember how we became friends or how we even started talking. I just, it kind of was one of those things that just rolled into it itself you know it's it's like you're a part of my life and it was as if you were always a part of my life and that's all I remember about it yeah but the one really funny story that I was telling you yesterday or the other day about when because for those of you who are not South African 
um, in South Africa, we call traffic lights robots. And I forgot this one very important thing. And I told Katie, I'll meet you at the robot, not realizing that she would take it as a literal robot. And I just, that was one of the very first memories I have of us meeting up for lunch and how confused you were that there wasn't an actual robot. Because <laughs> yeah. I probably was looking for a robot being like, okay, we're in um, Italy, we're in Florence, the most non-technological city in the world. And I'm looking for a robot, but yeah, I don't remember this interaction. So when you said this to me, I'm like, wow, I don't remember this. I would think I would, because it sounds like something I would be like, what the beep? Like, what, what is that? Like, where am I supposed to meet you? <laughs> it's is this a hidden, hidden underground lair that I don't know of? Um, but yeah, so that, I, I remember, the, the one thing I thought of after we tra- chatted yesterday is, I remember we used to sit on across the the little bridge that goes over um, the train tracks from from the there was a big yeah. on one side from the from the robots that were there, um, <laughs> and we used to sit there and like have like our like pastries or we have like some pizza that we got from the bakery like in between like lessons. I remember sitting there talking to you for like ever, and then realizing oh we should probably yeah. go home or we do have to go back to the school and do classes. I don't know. I remember doing that with you a lot. And um, we, we have some iconic pictures too, that I, I still, it still comes up in my memories on my, on my iPhotos on my Mac. And I send it to you every so often. So Julia, you were friends with, and it's funny, Julia went back to this bar guys, this pub, and the same people are still running it. So this place called Victoria, which is near Santa Croce, and like we used to hang out there all the time, and we met the weirdest ass people like there. And it's not like we were sitting there wasted. I don't remember getting very drunk, but I might have been a few times. But like maybe one or two times. One or two times we probably were like stumbling home. But I, I just remember going there, going like, who are these people? Like what? Where do they come from? And then we found out that they're all from Prato. Do you remember this? Like, so all those those kids. Yeah, yes. And we were like, all these kids from Prato, kids, men, whatever that we met, we're like, you're so weird. Like, they're all weird. They were really just weird people. Super weird. Super weird. So anyway, those super weird people still own the um the pub. A great pub. I'm not any not dish it, you know, bashing it at all. I thought it was a really nice place, but you know. It was a little raunchy at times, I felt, but um, but we did. We have a few pictures that we would sit and laugh and laugh and laugh because the thing that I'll tell you folks that about Julia is that she is an old soul. So I think that's why I was very much um, attracted to her as a friend because she was not of her age. So when we met, Julia, how old were you? <laughs> oh gosh, I think I was 19, Yeah, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So um, I'm now 41. And so when I met her, I was in my late 20s. And um, yeah, so she was a very much an old soul. And she would, there was a way that she spoke to these Italian guys that would be like, you're an idiot, but they wouldn't realize it that they were an idiot. So like, <laughs> it those are the times where I think and somebody would catch us and they'd take a picture of us laughing our asses off. And that's the photo I send to her all the time. I'm like, it came up again in my memories. Like, so, um, but yeah, um, we've just like, 
through the years we've connected on and off, but it's incredible that I finally like found her YouTube page. And then I was like, Oh my God, I, I need to talk to her again. And then lo and behold, you're moving back to Italy. And I'm like, all right, now we really need to talk. <laughs> like, So yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely, it, it kind of, I don't know. It was really weird. I remember speaking to my husband about it and saying like, you know, what if we meet again and, and you know, Katie doesn't like the person that I've become, you know, like what if we don't get along? And oh. the minute we saw each other, I was just like, no, none of that. All no. that's gone. We're fine. We're good. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe you thought that. No, I, I would have thought like, I don't think I thought any of that. I was just so in, in, like antsy. I'm like, I'm like, am I going to be able to have time? So by the by people. So side note, this day I met Julia, it was the middle of my retreat. I had just dropped off the the two couples to the academia to see the David. And I didn't know if I was going to have a lot of time to spend with her. So I, as I dropped them off, I'm like, okay, bye-bye. And we went to go get a coffee. And I thought I was going to have all this time to chit, chit chat with her. And then within like a half an hour, they were done looking at the David. So we had to go pick them up. So then I was really nervous. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm not going to hang out with her. And at the time as well, I had made plans to meet with two other friends randomly, not planned at all. Like my friend Laura works at Florida State University in Florence. And my friend Kelly, who lived in Italy with me in Florence for umpteen years, just happened to fly in the day before. And she's like, I don't care. I'm on jet lag. I'll come meet you. And it ended up being an amazing day. Like we went to, um, we ended up, so anyway, my group of people decided, okay, we can go off on our own. And I gave them a map and we, we pointed out all the things that we wanted them to see or what they wanted to see. Um, and then we went off and we just, um, we met up with Laura at, at Florida state and then Kelly met and it just like was so weird. Cause I felt like I had like generations of friends, even though we were there at the same time, but like, I felt like <laughs> I've never had this many friends that I really deeply care for in one space. And I was so excited. Laura, of course, had to keep working. So the four of us with Stefano went to the amazing restaurant. And I still think it was pretty good. Unfortunately, I think the man that owned it that your brother knew, I forget the name of yeah. the guy. I think he might have passed because he was pretty. I think so, too. Yeah. Because the food, the food is still good. But like you said, it was not it was not the same. It wasn't the same. Um, the feeling yeah. wasn't the same. And so the restaurant we went to was E.K. Sheshe meaning whatever's here is here, uh, whatever's there is there, whatever. Um, and it's off a side street. So a lot of tourists don't know about it. So I was so excited when we happened to walk down it randomly. I'm like, oh my God, we're going here for lunch. So um, it was amazing. Anyway, sorry. So I'm just going off on tangents about how amazing it was, but please tell me your thoughts. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really amazing. Um, it kind of, it sparked a lot of love for Tuscany and me again. You know, I was never really sure that I'd be ready to actually go back and live there. But after visiting, there's been much debate in the house about living in Tuscany again. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, oh. I think, you know, my family, my, my grandparents, they're from Lucca, which is, uh, I'd say, about an hour's train ride out of Florence. It's smaller um you know it's a very family orientated town and so I grew up in their food and I grew up with a lot of their ideals and uh, I guess in some ways I can feel the the roots pulling me back and 
you know, after you spoke about having the retreats there and you explained to me about them and what you're doing and the wine tastings, I was like, oh, I want to be a part of this and um, I want Urban Yoke to be a part of this. I've got so many ideas and I obviously don't want to give too much away right now because yeah. lots of <laughs> awesome stuff to come. Yeah. But it, it really sparked a lot in, in me and I definitely came back home to my cats and my husband feeling a lot more rejuvenated you know and like I guess in many ways even just this podcast right now making me feel like we made the right choice and that good things are to come yes for sure for sure so those of you I, I think she said at the beginning but so Julia's not in Tuscany right now she's in um, northern Italy is it Piedmonte are you in Piedmonte no um, no, in Lombardy, oh, Lombardi. I think Lombardia. Lombardia. Yeah, Lombardia. Lombardia, Lombardia. <laughs> uh, my cats oh, are checking cats. each other behind me. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> some wars going on here. Um, yeah, so she and I both have this huge love for Tuscany, and I'm just glad that hopefully, eventually, yeah, that's where they're they'll settle down after they find and have um, the stability to be able to purchase a place just like us. <laughs> Gotta wait a little bit um to about purchase for us as well um so yeah and um then i was going to ask you well okay so we talked a little bit about so about what we're going to try to do together eventually again we're not giving a lot away so julia knows a lot about cooking and stuff since she's been back to when she moved back to south africa she was telling me that you know she's mastered a few recipes and stuff so hopefully one of our retreats she's going to be on it with us and, and, you know, teaching us some things about cooking and, and simple cooking and Tuscan cooking and all the other fun cooking stuff. Um, but <laughs> let's go, let's go back to the first time we both set foot in Italy. Now yeah. I know you, it was, you were younger than 19. Yeah. I was 11 the first time I went okay. to, to Italy, to Tuscany. Uh -huh. and uh, I went with my grandparents and my sister and my brother. He was living in Florence at the time, and for anyone who's been to Florence over 10 years ago, you would know of a little shop called Cadni Shanley. It was a photographic store, and he worked there, and that's where he learned to become, become a photographer, and so we were out there visiting him, and I was getting to know all of my grandparents' family because my grandmother has, like, 13 siblings, so it was a month of just meeting family, like extended family. Oh. <laughs> and that was my first introduction to Italy and Tuscany. And then I came back and did middle school. I did a year of middle school in Fascecchio. And then eventually came back when I was 19 and lived in Florence. And that's where I met you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was lots of fun. It was an interesting experience because I was staying with my mom. She was living in, in Florence. And so I was staying with her and then I became a teacher and um, I, you know, it was those moments in my life where I was becoming my own person, my own adult person. And I was very fortunate to meet someone like you who could give me lots of much needed advice on how to deal oh. with people. <laughs> oh no, I feel like it was mutual. We both were very supportive of each other and we had our own um, obstacles to go a, a, around. Um, especially, you know, there's just, there was just so much, not just the bureaucracy of living in Italy, but also just like regular personal, interpersonal relationships. We had a lot of, um, 
amazing conversations that really like helped us grow and helped us like, you know, introducing each other to different people like Pasquale, like guys, you know, Pasquale, she knows Pasquale. We've talked a lot about Pasquale on this podcast. <laughs> if he ever did listen to podcasts and understood English quite well, he'd probably be like, why are you talking about me so much? But because that just, I mean, I, I also, I still have, I always have his picture with me too. This is like the, my favorite picture of me and him. Like, okay, and you guys can't see it, but I was, I'll tell you the picture. This is when he had taken me to what he would call a fiume, but it wasn't the Arno. Obviously, that's disgusting. But um, yeah. <laughs> the Arno is not a pretty, it's not where you swim. Um, we went to a place <laughs> in uh, Ferenzuola, like an hour, maybe 40, maybe an hour and a half north. And it's like one of those, like, those rivers, like, on, there's like it's stone and it like goes through like these mountains and like you just park and it. it's just free. So he would take me there. I would go there with him and Simone and like, and just for the day. And we just lay on the rocks and we talk about life and philosophy and other stuff, you know? So that was like the day coming back from that. Um, my friend, one of my friends took this picture and I always have it at a frame because it's like my favorite picture. So anyway, so she knows Pasquale. She jives with Pasquale because we are both, we're all mystical, spiritual beings uh, around <laughs> Pasquale. So um, yeah, so we connected in so many different areas as we grew our friendship and there's so many people that we were connected with and then also we became friends with and like there's just so many different avenues we went down um like we used to go to Pangees do you remember Pangees yeah there um that was a, a restaurant now it's still called Pangees by the by I walked past it um the last oh. time I was there um but it's not owned by the same people um but yeah we we've had a lot of adventures together to say the least but um i think the um for me like those of you that already know like my first time abroad <laughs> go staying in italy or move or coming to italy was in 2002 when i was a student so when i was mm -hmm. in college i came over for a semester and um like one of the things that i i don't know if you can remember this i don't know it's it might be a little hard for you julia but like the one of the things I remember the most about like my first visit to Italy was um, one, again, this is just because I was a student of just how much they fed us at these restaurants. Because we had a restaurant in Fiesole, because I was based in Fiesole. Yeah. And we had a restaurant we went to every night for dinner. So it was like something through our, our university. So we went to that same restaurant every night for three months. Not ate the same thing, thank God, but like we would eat three courses. Like we'd have an appetizer, we had a pasta or a meat, <laughs> salad, bread, and and dolce, like every single night. So obviously I gained like, I don't know how many pounds. So um, I don't care. It was delicious. But I remember, I remember even my first taste of wine, like I, because that was like the first time I had actual Italian wine yeah. um, when I was at these restaurants and stuff. And the story I always tell um, people about my um, my first kind of taste of like it Italy was there is a pub in Fiesole called JJ not JJ is it JJ Hill it's called something else now yeah JJ Hill I think it was it was the same as JJ Cathedral it was yeah. a, at a certain point it, it, those of you that that know Florence but JJ Cathedral is still there as well but owned by different people but it's right by the Duomo. Yeah. much cleaner now <laughs> yeah much cleaner. oh yeah 
Um, but JJ Hill was on the hill of PA Soleil, um, which is right at the right in front of the bus stop in for the bus number seven in PA Soleil. So I remember going there after we had dinner, and Max was the uh, bartender, and he knew we were all Americans, obviously. Um, and he's, you know, I said I would like a, a glass of red wine. He's like, I'm not going to give it to you until you say it in Italian. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. So, cause he knew we were learning Italian. So he was being nice, you know, but I'm like, okay, well, can you help me pronounce it? So he like said it all. So I had to say it all the, the right way until he gave me, he had the glass of wine in front of him. He's like, I'm not going to you until you say it correctly. I'm like, okay. So, cause I was adamant about it, you know? So I will always remember that. And I happened to, I don't know. I might've been with you though. Because in Campo di Marte, there was a pub, there was a pub, there was a bar right across from the Forno on the yeah. street that goes to, um, goes over the, what is it, is it Via dei Artisti? I can't remember the name of that street. Anyway, right across the street, there was a, there was a bar there. I remember going in there one time after class and Max was there, that same bartender that told me. I vaguely remember that. I think you might've been with me and I'm like, oh my yeah. God, Max, he's like, what? Like he didn't <laughs> I'm like, remember, I was, uh, he didn't remember my name, but I'm like, J.J. Hill, you worked at J.J. Hill? He's like, yeah. Like, you taught me that, that phrase. He's like, oh my God. And then like came back to him and he did remember me in the end. I'm like, oh my God, it's like the coolest thing. So Florence <laughs> is very small people. Like I tell, I say it all the time on the podcast. It's very small. You can run into people all the time. Um, but yeah, so that was my like first kind of, feeling of it I think at first I thought Florence was really big but then once you like wander the streets it really isn't like especially the center I want to say the outskirts the outskirts you could probably get lost but like but in the center like where all the tourist things are the churches and everything I don't know what would you think like I mean it's probably it's not that big in your opinion it's not big at all I mean you could in half an hour you could walk you know 30 minutes to pretty much anywhere sure. in the city center like yeah. no problem and it's also an easy walk too you know it's mostly flat mm -hmm. and you 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 find yourself just walking anyway in yeah. in a certain yeah. direction you just keep walking and at some point you're on the outskirts or you're in the cashine yeah. you're like oh yeah. what am i doing where am i now like yeah yeah and definitely don't go to the casino at night though if you oh. are in florence avoid oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a good tip yeah don't go there at night parco par, yeah, parco della casino is on if you're looking at the duomo it's behind you like the face of the, the facade of the duomo it's behind you but it's um if you know where the american um consulate is those of you that are american it's if you keep following going uh, away from it to the left oh we have only uh, 10 minutes left okay it's okay um, and then we, we will come back on it's okay um but yeah so it's over there so you can't you can't like usually um tourists don't really get that far unless they you know are going to the market that's on tuesday mornings um that's the that's usually when I see tourists there. So we had a little break with Zoom. So I had to come back in to Zoom. So here's the rest of the episode. Little break there, but we're coming, we're back now. We're So we want to sum up a little bit about what we're going to do for this series. So the series, we don't know how long it's going to go because we're not, we're going to let it flow. 
Um, but we want to have a series that prepares people for their first time to Italy. It doesn't have to be a specific region. I don't, we're not going to focus on that, but just general like customs, cultural aspects, some things that, um, that a lot of people talk about, especially when you're younger, that, that feeling of culture shock, like not sure where am I going to get my peanut butter? And that's usually the Americans talking like, oh, there's no peanut butter back then. So people had, I honest to God, little side note. I had when I was a student, 2002, legitimately have my my friends' parents ship peanut butter to our hotel. I mean, I, it's ridiculous. I was like, what? But now you can find peanut butter anywhere, so don't worry, people. It's everything's okay. Um, but um, so yeah, uh, and so what to add with that, Julia? What do you think? Other things that we have discussed that we were talking about, so culture shock things. I think you know we'll talk about culture shocks and sort of how to prepare yourself you know maybe a bit about traveling in Italy itself because yes there's public transport but you know sometimes it's not necessarily as reliable as other countries you know it's not like Switzerland where it will be on time Hmm. Um, it's probably not going to be on time and you know the the way that the systems work, like all over Italy, every region, every province has a different way of you know, buying tickets and all of that. So we can get into a few tips on how to actually get around without necessarily having a car, because even driving uh, in Italy is a test of its own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and those of you that have driven in Italy, good job, because it is quite a, um, a feat. To, to in certain aspects it's not it's not very yeah. difficult i don't want to scare anybody but it's just yeah. a different way of driving like yes different yes. way of driving um so another yeah. things like we were talking about like food like other types of um food culture in italy like mm. what, how um you're not going to be getting a doggy bag every time you leave a, of a restaurant for example oh. like they don't, don't even ask for one don't, like... they, yeah, don't even ask like either you finish it or you don't and it's okay um, but I think with the pandemic, things might have shifted a little bit. They might have offered some sort of to-go box or something. But I, even the recent times I've been to Italy this year, um, I don't remember them offering that at all. So you either eat it or you don't. And um, so, yeah, food stuff, um, wine, different things about wine tastings and stuff like that. We want to talk about, we want to um, dive further into that kind, that culture. And... And then also coffee. Julia, you want to put a little tidbit in there about coffee culture? Um, I definitely want to talk a lot more about that. Like uh, In South Africa, people mostly use instant coffee. And, um, you know, if that's something that you're used to drinking on a daily basis or even filtered coffee, coming to Italy where everything is espresso and, you know, it's hard coffee it's intense it, it can be overwhelming and there's also certain times of the day that you drink coffee you know you don't drink uh espresso when you wake up you have a cafe latte with your little biscuits you know and it's a special mug for that and kind of just how people go about it you know and yeah. how very serious they are about people who drink hot milk after a meal like how dare you yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah and that's still a taboo thing but they still give it to you so i'm not okay because my mother was one of those people no offense mom um but i mean more than just my mother even like i i've 
tourists in general like to have a cappuccino after their their lunch. I don't yeah. know why, but they do, and that's okay. But I was when I first went to Italy in 2002. I remember specifically telling me, "No, don't do it. Like, no, no, no. It's a no, no." An espresso maybe at 11 a.m. and then yeah, like she said, cafe latte in the morning or cafe macchiato, which is what I always would get. Um, but something something like that. But yeah, so coffee culture is very different. And just like she said about South Africa, Americans, a cafe americano, they do have them on the menu at the bars, but it's not what you think it is. Okay. No. It's not. So you're gonna have to be okay with that or just not drink coffee in Italy. What you have to because it's amazing. Yeah. And it's also to add on to that, if you're a tea lover, Hmm. definitely find tea shops to go and have tea at. Because like Yes, good point. If you go to the bar, you know, a coffee bar and you try to get tea there, it's gonna be disappointing. That's such a good point. And that's where we're gonna (laughs) we I mean the there is a tea shop and I think I already mentioned her on my podcast. Um, Oro Nero, her, her shop mm. is. It's a small shop off of Pia, uh, Piazza Pitti. They have the most amazing tea. Okay, so we'll talk about that too. Okay, so that is basically what our series is going to be about. Otherwise, we're just going to start our series now. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be like four hours long. And Julia, it's like, um, it's nine o'clock in Italy, so I'm going to let her go. Um, but Julia, I'm so, so excited about this. I get to see your beautiful face, hopefully every week, if we were able to record every week um and i, no I hope you yeah she has no <laughs> um and i hope you guys enjoy the series too if you have any questions anything that you want us to talk about um feel free to email me at truly tours at gmail.com um you can even go to my website and write me an email if you couldn't write all that down that's totally fine truly tours um but yeah i'm really excited i'm hoping we'll start this um next week so it'll go through december um, and remember, I still have my retreats out there. Um, they are available. Um, we have payment plans, all the good, all the good stuff. And those of you that are local, I'm just going to do a little plug here. I am now doing Tuscan wine tastings as Millie, um, eats my shirt. Okay. Sorry. Um, whatever. <laughs> I can't, Thanks, he's crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm doing these Tuscan wine tastings. Um, I've been posting about it on my channels. If you are interested in doing it, if you're a local to Chicagoland area, I will bring six bottles of wine to you, um, tell you about the history of the of the vineyard, how the wine is made, and then we get to taste it. Um, and also, I'm trying to pair with some sort of um, food vendor as well. So that's TBD. Um, but otherwise, I cannot offer you appetizers. So that would be something if you want to have me at your house or at your place of business and order in. I'm totally okay with that. Um, and you can also... Um, purchase the wine directly from me after the tastings as well, which is key because it'll go directly to your house and it's freaking amazing. So if you're interested in any of that, feel free to email me. Um, Julia, thank you for being here today. I love you so much. And I love your cats as much as I love you and Charles. I'm so glad I can't wait to meet you. Um, her husband, people, I did we didn't introduce him. Um, but I'm really excited about this series. And guys, I hope you have a lovely um, Thanksgiving if I don't record another episode before um, Thanksgiving, which is tomorrow. And Alora, this is how I finish my podcast, Julia. I say uh, buongiorno, buonasera, buonanotte, wherever you are. And I'll talk to you next time. Cheesy baby. I don't know. I say all the words. <laughs> okay, uh, ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. ciao, ciao. <laughs> 
I am beyond grateful for you listening to my podcast right now. I am so excited to share my journey of living abroad and all my stories of Florence and Italy and all the places in between that I've visited. If this has reached you in any way and you would like to continue, please subscribe now. Also, go check out my website, trulyitaly.tours, for all my travel experiences. Ci si vede. Ciao.